Hallelujah. <laughs> Powerful worship time. Get it on joelsbar.tv every worship time, an hour every day for the last three years recorded. The most glorious music in the world. We got a radio station too, so you can just stay in the glory. Always encourage your spirit in the glory. Go from glory to glory. Live in your own mansion of glory, which is the dwelling place of God on earth as it is in heaven. In my Father's house there is many... They're like, mansions, because I need material possessions and I'm clueless. Dwelling places. <laughs> and they're like, no! You're going to give me a nest? Like, when you say dwelling places, I picture an eagle's nest. Like, oh, great. Covered in egg yolk and up there with the great white eagle pecking at me. I can have any fun with God now. I can only have fun in my flesh because I'm faithless. <gasps> Jeez. Is that really our problem? You said it, not me. Just reading your minds. Telepathy. It's all good. Thank you, Jesus, for the outflowing power of your resurrection, which he exerts over those who believe. How many of y'all know that believers have outflowing resurrection power? How can you tell if you're a believer? No condemnation. It's just, hey, where's my juice? Where's my power? Am I walking in authority? Am I walking in power? Do I get whatever I speak? Because I only speak the word of God and I don't speak words that fall to the ground. No vain communication proceeding from our mouths. But that which is edifying to the hearers, that it may increase their favor or grace. Amen. That they may go from glory to glory by listening to you. What happens when people hear you? Do they increase in fruitfulness? 100% of the time in Joel's bar for 10 years. Problem is, is, they can only listen to me a little bit, or they don't understand, or they don't put it in, or they don't obey it, and so very few have bore that much fruit. They got 200 million demons pulling them in every direction. Go after money. You don't need to go after God. Let the priesthood of Melchizedek go after God. That's their job. Your job is to make money. Sacrifice human beings. Be cutthroat in business. Make money. Then you can support the priesthood. Royal priesthood, holy nation. Every single one of us. There is no Nicolaitan sin. There's no separation between clergy and laity. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, set apart for God the Father through the slain Lamb. Amen. And you've been slain with Him. And it's like, I'm going to stay dead. No, 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 no. I'm going to walk in resurrection power. There's going to be an outflowing. Philippians 3.10 calls it an outpouring of His resurrection power for every believer. Who wants to walk in resurrection power? Well, almost every Christian does. problem is they think that it's by something they do out here in the natural realm. You know? If I just get a to-do list of how to do it with my brain, then I can walk in it problem is, it's the gift of God. It's by grace alone, and promotion comes not from the east nor from the west, but from God, the north. <laughs> it's true. It says that in the Bible. 
I am the North, your promoter. Promotion comes from God in Zion, the high place, the city above the universe. There is a city above the universe, and there is a city below the earth. Babylon is a city of the underworld. And you walk up here in shadows. You walk up here in total darkness. And your whole head is buried in like a cocoon of the dragon's spell. That's why scales fell off the Apostle Paul's eyes when he came out of hell and entered heaven. When he, when the spirit of witchcraft or the spirit of, you could say, the red dragon came out of him and the Holy Spirit came into him by the laying on of hands of the intercessor's prayer, he entered the kingdom or he entered the glory. And his mind was free from the dragon spell. The magic spell, what was the magic spell? His testimony was he was a Pharisee having studied under Gamaliel. Gamaliel is still the teacher held in the highest regard in all Judaism in Jewish history. And that's who Paul studied under. People say Jesus did too. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, wasn't his dad a carpenter? Well, hallelujah. I believe Jesus went through rabbinical training. Hey! Otherwise they wouldn't have called him a rabbi. But they called him a rabbi. Rabbi, you say this. No one in Jewish culture would call anyone a rabbi unless they went into Jewish rabbinical training at age 12. 12 to 30. It's 18 years of training. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for 18 years of training. Now I'm going on year 19. It's been good. He's releasing us in power. This is the hour of the sons of God manifesting in resurrection power. People want to say it's some wisp in the sky. They want to say, oh, it's just everyone. Pfft. It's only the holy ones. Only the holy people inherit the kingdom. Daniel chapter 7. If you're not holy, you have no inheritance and no rewards in the kingdom. That doesn't mean you won't in the future after you repent and knock off your horseplay. Knock off your shenanigans and get real and start living for Christ in you and not living for he who's in the world. But it's so acceptable in society. It's so acceptable in church culture. <laughs> Being worldly is acceptable in church culture. Now, I'm not saying every church because I know there's some radical people here that don't accept worldliness. But I speak on a global stage, and so we're dealing with global problems. I know a lot of you are like seriously holy people. But that's not the case with the majority. That's not the case with most people in the world. Most people in the world, especially Christians, and they say there's a billion Christians in the world right now. Out of that billion, how many people walk in the highway of holiness where there's no unclean thing? Out of that billion, how many walk in above the snake line in just the perfect peace of Christ, having been raised from the dead while in the body? raised from out from among the dead, spiritually and morally, to walk with God in the high glory, in perfect holiness. Be holy as your Father in heaven is holy. Okay, I mean, that's like a normal foundation obedience to Scripture verse. Amen? 
And it's the funnest thing because there's no greater pleasure than holiness. Sexual immorality is a joke. Pornography, drugs, and alcohol is a lie. The pleasure of holiness is infinitely greater than all the immorality and idolatry combined. And I know I don't deny that there's momentary pleasure there in the flesh, but then it turns to death. And then it turns to bondage. You get like a second of pleasure, and then you get like hours and days and years of torture and torment and even demon possession because you're going to the tree of knowledge for your pleasure instead of the tree of life for your pleasure. You need to understand the tree of life is your pleasure. God does not deny pleasure. The Garden of Eden that Adam and Eve lived in, Eden means pleasure in Hebrew. You're created to live in pleasure of the Holy Spirit. Rivers of power, and it feels like ecstasy. It's called rapture, delight, joy. Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. Scorning the shame. Not a big deal. It's like, you know, just a momentary misunderstanding, a momentary shame, momentary pain. It's like a millisecond. It's over and now eternal bliss, eternal glory. That's true. I mean, that's how it really is through all the persecution, misunderstanding, and crap we've had to go through coming out of Babylon the Great, coming out of this great tribulation, every single one of us. I mean, it's, it is so insignificant compared to eternity. I would do it a hundred million times over again, hopefully with the same amount of wisdom and understanding, so it'd be even easier next time. Because <laughs> it really is nothing at all. When you start to have clear vision by revelation from God, Revelation from God and eating the hidden manna, the invisible word, into your belly, and it shoots up fireballs into your mind, and you're constantly renewed, transfigured by the renewing of your mind by Christ in you, and always attacking he who's in the world so that your orb, our dwelling place of glory, your mansion, gets bigger and bigger and bigger in all directions. So that people can actually live inside your covering as a son of glory. Otherwise, they're going to be under fallen angel covering and sorcerers covering in witchcraft. Problem is, is the sons of God haven't fully manifest to cover cities and cover nations so that in us they live and move and have their being. As it's written in Revelation, these are the kings over the earth forever. Kings over the earth forever. I believe it's Revelation 5.10. Study the Bible. All these are verses from the Bible. This isn't crazy stuff. This is normal 2,000 year old scriptural Christianity that you have never learned because you've been in incubators. The pastors don't know this stuff. They don't teach this stuff. They don't follow after the Spirit. At least not more deeply. There are deeper places. And I'm not insulting pastors or Christians or born-again people. I mean, the prophetic is purposely a thorn in your side to spur you on into greater works, even greater faith and greater depths of God in the deep places of the fountains through your spiritual stomachs so that you can more accurately teach people the ways of God and so that your whole city can be saved from Armageddon, if we're going to be perfectly honest. Armageddon is close approaching, and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's the maturation of the sons of God, 
versus the maturation of the Sons of the Red Dragon. Snow Contest, we win, but it's going to be fierce, and it's been fierce, but honestly, it gets easier and easier the more you trust and obey Christ in you. And you just live from His power, which He exerts over believers. You live from the resurrection power from your belly. And you become more and more dependent in all your mind, will, and emotions on He who's in you. And less and less dependent on He who's in the world. So that external nature of the red dragon called the flesh has no dominion over your spirit whatsoever. That's what it means to be raised from the dead while in the body. That I have a body, but it has no power over me because I'm an angel. <laughs> Don't even want her done. Angel-like sons of God, children of the resurrection. Luke, it is written. Scripture, we posted it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. Hallelujah. Certainly you know the times and seasons. A day is as a thousand years. It's the third day since Jesus. A day is as a thousand years. So this is the resurrection, and we are the children of the resurrection. We are the children who have the best wine. And what's the best wine for? The last curse to be swallowed up, which is death. Death, where is your sting? Behold, death is swallowed up in victory. The victory of the children of the resurrection. And they are the sons of God. Amen. Scripture. If you want to believe the Bible, be real Christians today. I mean, it's time for solid meat for the mature. I mean, milk won't get us anywhere. If we're drinking milk, we're under governors and tutors. You know? If we're drinking milk, we're under warlocks and witches. We don't have to be, but we have been. That's really what's wrong with Christianity. Because we're so immature in the development of our own spirit life in the seven spirits of God through our spirit, through our hearts and minds transfigured internally that we just submit to anyone that's got a doctorate in divinity. Oh, it's a nice church. Oh, the, the pastor's family is so beautiful. They're just, they are role models. I want my kids to be like the pastor's kids. I want my spouse to be like the pastor's spouse. I'm just telling you, the standards are so different in the kingdom of heaven and in Babylon the Great. It is shell shock. That's why a lot of people can't tolerate Red Letter Ministries or Joel's Bar whatsoever because it exposes that you're living in complacent satisfaction, that you are yet still worldly. Your Christianity is worldly. <laughs> now, we can dress worldly. I, I mean, I'm in the ghetto, and I've dressed like a ghetto child for pretty much since I was 10, 8 years old. <laughs> And, and we dress stupid. We look stupid in the natural. I mean, stupid. And we're out here with the gangsters, and we're out here with the drug dealers, and we're out here in North Minneapolis, and we work with all kinds of different tribes in Minneapolis, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the rotten. And the rotten. We do. And so it doesn't so much matter externally. I mean, literally, put a different costume on every day. I'm all things well, people, in the hopes of saving some. The only thing that matters is the inward consistency of the heart and mind anchored into God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you can wear a different costume externally to get into a different group, then you can save them from their sins. And I realize Christian culture in America is such that 
We have used like counterculture on purpose, intentional, to be an irritation like John the Baptist in the river against everything you've seen as Christian leadership. And that's prophetic. That's what John the Baptist, the greatest prophet of all time in the Old Testament, did. And the Holy Spirit did it to him to be an irritation to the status quo to be an irritation to the religious system with the, their long, white, flowing garments, their suit and ties, you know, and everything you see in successful Christian ministry in America and worldwide. And it's like, how about we do something totally different than that? And as soon as they think it's about the natural realm just being counterculture, I'm sure the Holy Spirit be like, suit and tie. <laughs> Maybe that's going a little too far. Holy Ghost. But you just spin it on them. Because it's not for the natural man. It's for the spirit man. And you don't have faith for your spirit man. So the prophetic always causes you to, to be irritated in your natural man in the hopes that you're spiritual. In the hopes that you repent and give your mind to your spirit and begin to awaken spiritually to the real you. That's a spirit or an angel and not a meat sack. Not a meat sack. Amen. Can you imagine God pretending to be an animal? I mean, what a joke. You think you're a human being? He's the firstborn from amongst the dead. If you think Jesus Christ is a human, you're so far off, it's sick. He had a human body. But that's the creator of angel armies inside a human body. Was Jesus limited to a human body? No. <laughs> Never. Hallelujah. Never. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit. Can anyone conceived of the Holy Spirit even pretend to blend in with humans? You stick out like sore thumbs. You're the sons of God. Don't even try to be human. You're not humans. You're not. In fact, humans are actually all reptilians. And the ones that know it, Lord over those that are in denial, thinking that they're good reptilians. Oh, how can you say it? Clearly, that is the situation of the serpent in the garden. Where did the serpent in the garden go after Adam and Eve ate from his tree? In them. That's why they're controlled by the knowledge of good and evil in their brain, all the way down into their belly, because... That serpent inside you, that double-headed serpent, that Janes and Jambres serpent of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is in your womb, in your heart, and in your mind and controls your life according to Satan, the father of the serpent nature in the garden. He's the father of lies. Belial means father of lies. That's in the New Testament. <laughs> Amen. So, I mean, some people are having their lies fathered, and a lot of times religious people are having their lies fathered by Belial, most of the time, or we can say all the time, but we're the sons and daughters of the Spirit of Truth, so we go from glory to glory by having our truth fathered. But how much truth does it take before you start manifesting what you think you know is right, what you've been taught in your science class, what you've been taught in your... Smithsonian influence Masonic science class. <laughs> Your Darwin lie. They change the science books every year. I mean, it's been totally different every year of school in America for 500, 300, 400 years. 
They used to be Christian. They used to teach creation. Hallelujah. They were right when they taught the Bible, and they got further and further away. Hallelujah. That's because of Freemason influence in the school system. It's because of the serpent seed influence and the maturation of the externalism of the red dragon, even upon charismatic Christians. Because they're bewitched, so they're still very much controlled outwardly by fallen angels pretending to be Jesus and His angels and the Holy Spirit. Every day, millions of charismatic Christians follow, follow fallen angels instead of the Holy Spirit. You can feel that realm right there because we're dealing with it right now and bringing it into the light. This kind of preaching brings all of that demonic kingdom of hell activity into the light so it can be forgiven and so that all the captives can be set free from darkness and live in the glory. A lot of Christians think the darkness is the anointing. It's true. A lot of Christians think the familiar spirit of religion is Jesus giving them direction of what they should do. I've dealt with continuous mental illness from, of the madness of religion every day of full-time ministry for 12 years. It is an absolute snake pit. Hundreds of millions of evil spirits all pretending to be Jesus, guiding and directing you externally. Now it's time to be guided and directed internally by rivers of resurrection power in the real Lord Jesus. Mass repentance, all Christians worldwide returning to the river. Went down to the river to pray. You know that's something? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. They're going down to the river and they're going to get baptized in resurrection power. And they're going to know now the voice of many waters and not the voice of the bugs and flies and Belial fathering lies in their brains. The voice of many waters is a voice that comes up from your belly and guides the water courses of your life. Amen. They'll all be drenched with living waters. No more dry places. No more fruitlessness. No more frustrations. Now the voice of many waters through your hearts and minds will refresh you. And it was always available. You just, you've been entirely bewitched of demons. You've been thinking some of these demons in your brain had something new with the kingdom and then none of them do. The voice of many waters only does. Okay? The brain counts for nothing. It's the flesh. John 6, it is written. Crucified at the place of the brain. That's the place of total crucifixion to the curse of the fall. Now I live to resurrection power. A believer's intelligence is God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ outflowing from their belly, which is your spiritual stomach. And it transforms your heart and transforms your mind. Do you still get to use your mind? In the glory. You have a glorified mind called the mind of Christ. But you stay in the mind of Christ and you don't go back into dry, arid places of selfishness, getting deceived in some puffed up and pride crap, going into bondage because you got a little success for a day, and then you get seven times worse when you think it has something to do with you. You stay dependent on He who's in you. You never go back into independence of that river. People that taste of the river and get a little taste of the mind of Christ and even the abilities of the river, my God, so many of them get puffed up with pride and get seven 
times worse. They go and they go into the dry place, which is the place of self-effort, and they build a system there around what their little spiritual experience was. And that's what every denomination in the whole world is. Someone had a spiritual experience and turned it into a religion. (laughs) How about we get all the religion out, get all the self out, let it stay out because demon possession is horrible, and we just say faithful to the living waters, faithful to the voice of our bridegroom king, faithful to the voice of many waters, faithful to the lamb on the throne in our spirit, the holy of holies. The holy of holies is in your belly. And from the Holy of Holies flows all the glory of God the Father. Amen. Through you, right now. Right now. Just by believing this word and receiving this word, it begins to happen in your life. Amen. How does all of this get activated? By hearing the preaching of the sons of God and believing the preaching of the sons of God. Everything I walk in, you can walk in. You'll experience all this stuff. You will never have another human experience the rest of your life. I don't have human experiences. I don't. And people was like, what do I, isn't that human, is that human? Dude, I am so high on the glory all the time. You think I'm having human experiences in the bright cloud? I mean, I'm so high, it's, it is funny. I mean, I'll, I'll be driving around and it feels like just this gigantic bright cloud, every single driver on the road, and it's been like this for a decade since I got baptized into the glory in 2008. Until in 2008, it went up into the bright cloud. The audible voice of God lowered a golden hookah right in front of my face. This is the golden glory hookah of your Father in Heaven. You can toke this glory hookah as much as you want and get as high as you want every day. Open vision. So I went up, because I'm thirsty. I inhaled it, and scrolls, open vision scrolls, closed. And it was the baptism of the glory of God. And then the Holy Spirit told me, this is available for everyone who can receive it by faith. If you can humble yourself of all your pride and religion and just get high and want to be high on God, every problem in your life will be vaporized. Every longing and desire in your heart, all the loneliness, all of the the poverty, all of the crap of this world, I mean, there is so much fear inside people's hearts, it just goes poof. None of that's in the glory. The glory massacres darkness so fast. You could spend 40 years in counseling from your childhood and the glory do it in one second. One second. The glory is the answer for every problem on earth. problem is, is finding human beings that are willing to give up their human nature to live as angels or sons of God in the glory is like one in a million Christians. Until we demonstrate it, they won't be willing to give up their human nature, to give up their religious nature, to give up their goat nature, which is the control of their own brain over their own spirit. But as you begin to demonstrate more mature Christianity to these people, they'll give it up. Because it's not hard, it's just been hidden, and they've been dying for lack of revelation. They've been religious for lack of revelation. And when they see you glowing like Stephen, a man with an angel face, they'll be like, I want some of that wisdom. And you begin to share with them your wisdom, your revelation, your knowledge of Him, and your outflowing resurrection power. And you'll raise them up right where you are at in the glory cloud. And soon the top of the mountain 
will be populated, for that's where the city heavenly Jerusalem is. And the banks and the basin will be empty, because this has been available the whole time. It's just no one has gone up high enough, not no one, but almost no one, has gone up high enough on the mountain of the Lord, the mountain of transfiguration, Mount Zion, to live in the high place and become fortified in the great white throne of the Lamb of God. And to stay in that place and be pegged in that place by revelation of all the New Testament made flesh through your hearts and minds, through feasting and fruitfulness. And then you become the exact representation of the invisible God on earth the outraying brilliance of the Father, called a Son of God, a Daughter of Zion. Amen. And you'll have perfect moral resurrection. And you'll be able to heal people that are sick in immorality and idolatry because, oh my goodness, it, they're not having fun. They are not. Most people are in such misery right now. You look in their eyes and the glory of God removes the pleasure of sin. So it's worse than ever before. A lot of these people are saying, you're killing me. You know, you, I've had people come to me and say, what you're doing is killing people. It's just killing their sin. It's righteousness. It devours wickedness. And it's, it's the love of the Father. The agape love of the Father destroys evil. And if you have evil in your heart, evil in your mind, especially the evil that you think is good, which is religion, we're going to look like your enemies. But then after that evil is cast out of you and burnt out of you with the agape of God, the love of the glory of the cloud of God, you'll realize it's been the real works of Christ and normal Christianity and, and true biblical ministry the whole time. And it takes time for people to wake up. Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. It's not so instantaneous as everyone desires, but it can be accelerated, it can be quickened so that people can wake up faster and it doesn't need to take 20 years of hearing Joel's bar. It can be just one sermon. Amen? Because there's so much more outflowing power of His resurrection and people are going to be feeling that juice and the, the power of sin and darkness to deceive is getting massacred in the sky and in the earth and in the dust and in the blood and in the bones, so that Satan's power is slipping, so that people will just slip right up into the glory and experience the glory. And the stronghold of the red dragon over human minds is breaking. It is, because the, the windows and the gates of the believers are releasing more glory of the reins of heaven through their minds from above. And that's what causes their minds to change. You change their minds because your mind is so transformed by the renewing of the, of the mind that the gates of your eyes and the gate of your, of your mind and those windows of glory release it in the heavenly atmosphere and it rains through people. The reign of Christ is through the believer's renewed minds. The fountain of Christ is through the believer's transformed hearts. Amen. Those who begin to live from the fountain of life in their rich treasury of glory, they will transform and heal the nations from below with fountains and from above with their mental gates. Your mind is the gate. Open your gates with thanksgiving and praise. We thank you, Jesus. The mind gate opens and the King of glory comes out. Because we're in the new covenant, not the old. And in the new covenant, your body is the temple of the King of glory. Who is this King of glory? 
He is the God of spiritual warfare, Psalms 24. And the more you release Him from within and stop trying to strive in Satan's nature of externalism, doing it in the flesh, the more you'll win. You have to give up your red dragon nature, your reptilian nature, to live the new creature in Christ's life. Having begun in the spirit, would we finish in the brain? It's called bewitchment. Galatians 3.1 Paul attributed the nature of the brain to Satan and witchcraft in Galatians 3.1. So live from your spirit so you don't live in Satan's kingdom in your brain. Lose control in your brain to Christ in you and you'll experience the outflowing power of His resurrection. And everyone around you get hit. Your life will change. You'll be healed. You'll be delivered. You'll be blessed. You'll be raised up into the glory. And you'll heal your region. You begin washing over all flesh. Oh, there's wicked people in my region. Good. Let them be washed by your outflowing power. Don't so much have your eyes on the wicked. Have your eyes on your spiritual growth. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. Jesus ain't out there. Jesus is the divine child in you. 1 Timothy 2.15 amplified you're saved through birthing the divine child in you. I didn't know he was in me. I know. That's why you've been losing in spiritual warfare. Now it's time to win. You will win in every area of your life as you manifest the divine child from within your belly. It's also called manifesting sons of God because you're manifesting the Son of God from your belly. That's what sonship is. The full realization of the glory and the full release constantly through all hearts, through all minds, from below and from above. In the name of Jesus Christ, we decree and declare worldwide never-ending revival of the sons of God and the dismissal of all governors and tutors of all nations, tribes, and tongues and the healing of the human race. In the name of Jesus Christ, we love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries.